Hey, before we get started, wanted to say thanks to a couple sponsors that keep the show on the air. Physical Therapy and Balance Centers. They were created by PTs, especially for PTs in private practice. On average, a private practice who joins the physical network grows more than 40%. So if you're ready to discover how the largest network of PT private practice owners are growing and adapting to industry changes, visit physicalfranchise.com. That's F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L franchise.com. And our friends from MW Therapy, they want to know, hey, have your EMR costs grown out of control? Has your current EMR hit a wall? Or maybe it was invented in 2007 when smartphones weren't even a thing. There's a time for something better at times now. MW Therapy. Take a demo now at mwtherapy.com. That's mwtherapy.com, where switching over your EMR is easy. And our friends at CBDRX for you, your CBD store, get the ABCs of CBD at CBDRX4U.com. That's CBDRX, the number four, the letter U, dot com. The Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy are the leaders in orthopedic PT. Find them online at orthopt.org. They've got one of their latest educational offerings available for you right now. It's called Current Concepts of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. It's been called the gold standard of preparing for that OCS exam. I like to think of it as a perfect roadmap. No matter where you are to where you want to go, if it is that OCS exam, Current Concepts is how to get there. Check out some of the resources to see how it can help you achieve what you want at orthopt.org. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This is the PT Pinecast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to PT Hot Seat, episode number two. We're diving into this thing again. Sub and Jamie Schreier is what here. Up? Jamie, what's your intro again? I don't have my notes because we are live at CSM in San Antonio right now. So uh, Jamie Schreier is is the man. It is the man. <laughs> no, no. no. Jamie Schreier, what am I? I'm a what CEO of Practice Freedom U, and we're help uh, helping people. Treat less, make more, and just have a business that they've always dreamed of, have a business they can be proud of, become that savvy business owner that we all want to be, that we were never taught in school. That's what uh, Jamie is and Jamie gets to do for you. I, uh, I have great physical therapy conversations on tap. It is 10 in the morning here at CSM. We are doing uh, coffee instead of a pint. We'll have a pint of beer uh, I'm sure later on this evening. We will absolutely have pints of beer and maybe some vodkas or whatever, but I digress. All right. So we are, we just really posted up in the lobby here of the, uh, the Grand Hyatt at CSM. And we're just like, we're going to, we're going to be in the middle of the traffic. We're two goofy guys in, in, in headphone microphones right now. And people are just walking by going, I don't know. I have no idea what those, those guys are doing, but it, it is kind of funny. You have all these people walking by they're like, what are they doing? I mean, really two are years. Are they famous or are they infamous? We just bought headphones. That's all you really need. And you, you can have a podcast if you have headphones. That's pretty, that's the prereq. Exactly. It's been two years since Denver. In CSM. Were you in Denver for CSM? I was. Yeah, I've been at uh, CSM for, it was interesting. So for a while when I was um, in in practice, I never came to any of these things. Ah. I, I just never thought that was a good use of my time and, and, and money. Um, and what I realized is, you know what? There's not that many events. And to, to be able to come and connect with people in person, there's nothing like it. So, Zoom and all that just can't do it. Phone calls can't do it. So, so you're a good you're a good person to ask this question. What what 
what was it? I mean, you said connection, but like, because CSM is a, is a commitment, right? There's time, there's money for hotel, flight. You're not with your business or with your practice. You're not with your family. What did you get out of it that, that made you say, I need to keep coming back to this because I get this? <laughs> you just said it. I'm not with my business. <laughs> I'm not with my family. I'm not with my practice. Like, like, like you, you just said it, but, but seriously, you know, the, the, the best thinking, I just read this the other day, it was a, it was a um, quote that I said uh, five years ago. You know, it comes up, uh, uh, hey, here's something that uh, your Facebook page said. And, and it said, you know, if you want to think big, if you want to think creatively, you have to get out of your office. It, it does. It works. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I bet everyone would agree that some of the best ideas you had when you were working out, when you were running, when you were walking, when you were outside, part of that is because the sky is big. It's open. It yeah. allows your mind to be big versus being in a small little room. So, you know, some of the best ideas, the best things that I've, um, that I've come up with have been outside of the office, has been at a conference where you get to leave your day-to-day, especially if you're in the grind and in the day-to-day of, of your practice, you get to leave that, leave the worries behind, as they say, and start to look at things from a different perspective. You leave the family. Yes, I know it's, it's tough to do that, but you leave the family, and what do you do? You get to connect. You get to connect with other people, and you use it, at least in the private practice world, I use it as a way to hook up with people in person. Right now, you and I are meeting in person. I think... Is this the first time? When was the... Well, I, I was just... Um, right before we came on, I said, um, you know, I still have one of your glasses, your PT oh, yeah. Pride Clad glasses. I use it all the time. Um, you know... I, I'll, I'll say it right now. Unfortunately, it's not always for beer. Oh, that's all right. I, I do put. Like, it's a pint. You can put anything in it. Well, I do put non-alcoholic drinks in it, but um, it was I don't know how many years ago you had those, but that was the first time. But us hanging out for the next uh, couple of days, you can't. It's different. You can't recreate that. So coming here and then hooking up with different people and meeting other people and opening up opportunities and just getting time to just be. I, you know, I, I just think it's so valuable. And so I made that commitment when, you know, I, especially when I started, you know, coaching, that my job is to be everywhere. Yeah. That that was the commitment. But even before then, as a practice owner, you know, I think it was just great to connect with people. Hey, are you going there? Let, let's hook up. Let's talk. Let's let's share some stuff. So I mean, I mean, we're sitting right now in like the crossroads of physical therapy as people make their way from one session to another, and they're in the three mile long line for a, for a Starbucks fix. But a lot of times I think people get bogged down in what creating something new is. And I, I can't stake claim to this paradigm or this, this definition. Um, it, can, it can feel like great ideas can come from any. It's magical. Right. It's just, it's just it's kismet. It happens. It's not. And someone, and someone laid this for me. And when I get bogged down and I need to create a solution or find something, I go to this. New ideas in old combinations. Old ideas in new combinations. That is it. And I was like, oh, gosh, it's, that's distilled down into it. So take this new idea, old combination, right? Jimmy wanted to do a podcast. He's like, hey, man, we got good energy. Jimmy, let's do a thing. And we go, okay, that's a new idea. What's our old combination? Pardon the interruption, right? right. But pardon the interruption was an old idea from someone else. Right. And it was an old idea from someone else. Mm-hmm. So it's a new idea and an old combination. And if we get an old idea, we can, we can throw it in a new combination down the line. But that, that's, those, those are the two things you can do. And you can do that here. Right. I, I think that's, um, if you look at clinically, that's kind of what we do, right? You, Correct. You build off your foundation. It's always the foundation. 
you build off from the foundation, you use things in different ways, you learn something new, and you bring that thing that's new, but you bring back some of the things you've been doing, and you combine it, and all of a sudden you create something the the, 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 the scary part is new ideas and new combinations. People don't know what to do with those things. They, those are definitely more challenging. Right? In the beginning of podcasting, people, I don't know what that is, until you simplify it. It's a radio show, but you can download and do whatever. You had to, do, you had to say the new idea with the old, in the, right, in the old right. combination. Oh, it's a radio show. You can download whatever. Got it, got it, got it. You can do a little outside the box, but you've got to ground it somewhere so someone can understand it. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So format of the show today, it is PT Hot Seat. We wanted to give, because I feel like you and I could just talk for, well, last episode we talked for an hour, and then we stopped recording, and we talked for another hour and 20. <laughs> we said we were going to do that, and we did it. We did it. So we, we have to give ourselves some structure, or we're going to go into a million different combinations, and that's no good for, well, it's good for us, because we're just going to keep here spouting right. air. Um, but we said, p- show's PT Hot Seat. We wanted it to be fast. We wanted it to be us kind of off the cuff. But you need a little little format to do that. You need some structure. So we just came up with this. Ten minutes before we hit record, I was like, okay, my dad was a firefighter. Uh, and he would always, you know, what's the three parts of the fire triangle? Because it's Hot Seat, the fire logo. I like it. And the three parts of the fire triangle are a heat, fuel, and air. You got to have, you know, temperature. You got to have something to burn. And you got to burn air. So there's our three three parts. So let's start with Heat. We'll say this as, what's something that's fired you up since mm. our last episode? It's been about a month. What is something that has fired you up <laughs> as the first segment of three on PT Hot Seat? Oh, my God. Something that's fired me up. People not doing what they're supposed to do. Oh, man. That has just irked me to death. Whether it's, you know, you know, obviously your staff, like, they were supposed to do something, but they didn't do it, and then it causes havoc or you know it could be you know just speaking to somebody i mean there's so many nothing causes me stress when you think somebody is supposed to um handle something and address something or take care of something and they don't then it comes back to you days later or weeks later like oh yeah i was still waiting for that and it's like what do you mean i thought so-and-so was supposed to send it to you it's like well no i never got it i'm like it just makes you feel like, are you kidding me? How many times do we need to say it? But what's interesting about this is I start to look and analyze, well, what really happened? Was I clear? Is it a communication breakdown? It's, well, most of the time with me, it is a communication <laughs> breakdown. For, for as, We're going to get into that. So as much as, I, uh, much as I talk and like to talk, sometimes the, 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 the words in my head and what I'm saying actually don't get memorialized in a process of actually here's what the process is here's what we're going to do um and um and and lately that's been happening a lot with me and that's really really fired me up and what i realized is i move really quickly and that's not necessarily a good thing it's not and the more i the more i slow down the more i become my, my philosophy is less is more the more i become more thoughtful around what we're doing like in the case of, you know, some things going on in my business. Okay, so how are we going to handle this particular situation when someone, you know, needs uh, help with something? What is that process? And really focusing on that versus just trying to solve it in the moment. Right. And I think so many people do that. We're all reactive and we all try to solve problems because we have so many things going on in our life. And I realize in the last few weeks, um, definitely since we talked last, it's really had a bigger effect on me because that emotion has been higher. The problems the problems aren't bigger. 
but my perspective around the problems are bigger. So that's really been kind of firing me up lately. And, you know, what I've done is I've tried to rely on what I call my confidence toolbox. I try to rely on the things like doubling up on exercise, doubling up on meditation, and trying to slow myself down, slow my brain down, and look at it from a much lesser of an emotional, simpler play. But what do you do? So that's what you do internally. Great. Yeah. That's what Jamie does for Jamie. If the communication problem is with someone else on your staff, what do you do... what do you do? What do you what do you actively do there? Do you do you slow down and before that call goes over, you say, "Do we understand what our next steps are and whatever yeah, he's it, responsible for?" Yeah, exactly. So what I do is I first get really clear in myself. So things like yeah, if you don't Jamie, get it, Jamie, what is the outcome you're looking for? You know, one of my favorite um, uh, principles is from Stephen Covey: Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of the habits, I think it might be habit two, said, "Always begin with the end in mind." Very simple saying, you never, you know, you always remember it, never forget it. Well, what does that mean? It means you always begin with the outcome. You always begin with the end result and you work backwards. It's a cheat code. What Exactly. One of the things that, that sometimes I don't do because I'm moving so quickly is I have the outcome in my brain. You haven't communicated it to someone else. I do the same thing. It doesn't get communicated and then we don't look at so what are going to be the steps necessary to achieve the outcome? Yeah. And then, boom, you memorialize it. They understand it. Great. You have any questions, let me know, and they do it. I'm, like, talking every third word. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm talking full, complete sentences. Correct. I do the exact same thing, which is why I was able to spot that. So, of course you did. So, um, so that's what I do. I start with really thinking it through and spending more time thinking it through. Then I meet with them and say, hey, um, let, let's, let's get clear on how this is supposed to work. This is Where are you confused? Where is the problem? And I just get really dialed in and asking questions and see where the confusion is. There's a couple great quotes around confusion. One is, confused people don't. They don't what? Nothing. They don't do anything? Well, it's just dot, dot, dot. Got it. Confused people, if, you're, if your customer's confused, they won't buy. If your patient's confused, they won't show up. If, um, if you know, anyone's confused the action will stop. And then another saying is, um, if you're confused, you lose. Right? Don, Donald Miller, uh, confuse your audience, you lose your audience. You confuse, confuse them, you audience. lose them. Yeah, confuse them, you lose them. So this is all, this ideas around confused. But guess what else happens? You confuse your staff, you lose. Oh, yeah, nothing gets done. And, you know, we spend so much time in, in our training around understanding where the confusion is with your staff. So... Of course, I teach it, but hey, <laughs> doesn't mean that it's so easy to always do, right? You know, I got to walk my talk, and a lot of times that's what happens. So in the last few weeks, to answer your question, like two hours ago, um, <laughs> you know, you asked about, you know, what's irking me? It's irking me that some of my staff has been confused, so we're not getting the outcomes that we want, and it's because I'm the owner, I'm the one that's setting this thing, and I'm not following the things that I know to do, slow down, get clear about it, get clear on the outcome I want, have a conversation, and let's clean up that confusion. And then me memorialize that into, Jamie, when you get really crazy and get a million things going, you're not good when you communicate. No. Even though you think you are, you're not right. clear. Yeah. So that's been... Go that's further been by on. slowing down. All right, so here's what's fired me up. What's firing you up, brother? 
In a good in a good and bad way. So I don't know if you saw this article. Oscar Mayer, everybody's favorite baloney that spells it out. O-S-C-A-R-M-A-Y-E-R. Oscar Mayer baloney put out a face mask. A face mask. Not a COVID face mask. I'm talking about like what ladies, you know, what ladies and gentlemen want to take care of their skin regimen. They put out a face mask. So you'd put this on your face. It's a moisturizing face mask. It literally is like slices. A, a, a baloney? Slices of baloney cut out so your eyes, the nose, and the mouth fit perfectly. <laughs> and they were saying the, you know, the moisturizing effects of baloney. And the internet responded. And they responded like what, like the, the look this girl just gave me right here. Like what the heck is this? This, this is Miranda. She'll this be is Miranda. Sh- she'll be on the show. Miranda, do that face again. She'll be on the show. That was the face. You can picture the face. This is a podcast. She's asking, where do you get where do you get one face mask? Great question, Miranda. They've already sold out. So here's here's what happened. Here's what happened. Oscar Mayer comes out with something ridiculous. So it's an incongruity. Humans hate when things don't make sense. Oscar Mayer putting out a moisturizing baloney face mask doesn't make any sense. That's why they did it. Okay, they did it because it immediately trended on Twitter. A bunch of influencers, and it it, it, it it was the last story on a million newscasts when the, when the newscaster was like, and get a load of this one, Steve. Oscar Mayer comes out with this moisturizing face mask. Oscar Mayer got a gajillion mentions for free. For free. They are living in your head, everybody's head, on their Twitter feed, rent-free. Going back, I don't know, six months, a year ago, IHOP, the International House of Pancakes, took that pee at the end of uh, IHOP, and they flipped it upside down. And they became the International House of Burgers. Like, we really want to... And they came out with, like, a press release. The CEO made a statement, we really want to focus on burgers. It's very American. And the Internet lost their minds again. Incongruity didn't make any sense. So I want to highlight these because this is a great um, concept from Seth Godin, who's a great writer and business thinker. He wrote a book called Purple Cow. And his story goes, if you drive to work every day and you pass a dairy farm and there's black and white cows, you don't notice them. You don't mention them to anybody because everybody lives near that they see the cows. One right. day you're driving to work and one of those things is purple. It is, it's Prince purple. It's deep purple. You get to work and you can't wait to tell everybody, did you see the cow? What do you think happened with the cow? Why is the cow purple? Do they think they know? Should we call someone? Should we call the police? Should we call the It is an incongruity. It doesn't make any sense, so you talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Now, the thing with Oscar Mayer, the thing with IHOP, the thing with the purple cow, the next day you might even mention, the purple. did you guys see the purple cow on Smith Road? A week later, purple cow just blends into the background. It blends in. So there's two concepts I wanted to talk about, what fired me up, in a good way and a bad way. The bad way is, why does everybody lose their mind? See what they're doing. Take, Take a pause, giggle at it, because you know 90% of the population, 95% of the population is going to fall for it. Be some of the five to act, the 5% of the population to see what they're actually doing. They're doing something a little bit weird. Maybe Oscar Mayer was like, hey, we could spend $10 bucks to get some advertising because we got to sell more baloney here. Right. Or we do something a little bit weird, a little bit strange. They just tweaked it. A new idea and an old combination. An old idea and a new combination. So don't be part of that 95% that just gets absolutely crazy on the internet and bashes... Uh, Oscar Mayer, because that's what they want you to do. But how can you apply this to what you know? And I think it's everything to do with what Seth Godin says with Purple Cow, which is be novel. We are at a physical therapy conference right Right. now. Right now. 
I'm closing my eyes, Jamie, but I could describe what everybody's wearing because we dress like each other now. Oh, yeah. We're all wearing the same name badges, right? How we could, all like to conform. We love to conform. How could you do something different in this room right now? I'll give you a tangible example. We are all wearing teal APTA lanyards. What if you were a company who wanted to make a splash? Well, you don't make uh, baloney face masks. Os Oscar Mayer has that covered. What if you handed out your company logo? It was ridiculous. Color. It was purple. And you say, here's a purple lanyard, and it comes with a free pen. And you just said, here, give me your lanyard. I'm going to give you a better one. This one's uh, more comfortable, whatever. You can hijack someone's traffic by doing that. How could you right. do that in your practice? Take a look at what your competition is doing down the street. Take a look at what someone else is doing. New idea, old combination, old idea, new combination. Love it. So just look what blends into the background. Because at one point, this teal lanyard was news. This was the purple cow. Can't believe it. Look, it's bright colors. Whoever thought to do a teal <laughs> lanyard? And now it's, no now, it's, now it's noise. It's not right. signal. So what fired me up was people not noticing this. And I just wanted to draw PT's attention to it. Because I think it's, um, I don't want to call it a gimmick, Right. And I actually looked up for this show. I looked up where the word gimmick came from. I love I love etymology of words. Yeah. And one of they don't know. It's one of those where like I don't know. It just kind of popped up. One of them was it's a uh, uh, it's an anagram of magic. It, instead of G I M M I C, it's G I M I C. Whatever. And that's like, it's okay. magic. It's something you can do that makes people go ooh like a magic trick. But it's a simple thing that you can do, right? So. My what fired me up was like, look what baloney, look what these baloney face masks from uh, Oscar Mayer did. How can you apply that to your practice? I'm talking business. I'm talking treatment. Maybe, maybe don't do the same exact stuff in the same exact order. Do new things in old combinations, old things yeah. in new combinations. Well, what you're saying, what the, the first word that or the first words that come to my mind is clickbait. It's yes. kind of like a clickbait, Correct. right? They're doing something outlandish. And our brains are curious. We're curious have beings. Have to do it. We have to click. We have to do that. And you mentioned something else about, and, you know, we can dive into this, too, this idea of, well, why do they do it? Well, because it's easy to negatively talk about somebody else. It's easy to comment behind your little computer or your Correct. phone to comment on that because whatever. Because what's really going on in your life, right? What are you about? What are you doing? Because if you're focused on something, if you're passionate moving towards something, if, if you feel like whole in, in, in who you are, then you're not going to deal with that crap. But you know what? That's not where we are right now. Yeah. That's not where most people are even before the pandemic. And right now, we're just in this, uh, as um, I forgot who said this, but this, this period of languishing. We're not depressed. We're not overly happy we're just kind of blah yeah and we don't know when it's going to end we don't know when it's going to end and you know when someone does that it's like oh my god someone else is messing with my brain i mean talking about you know uh what you were saying is you know the whole pandemic created sure that, that is an incongruity and 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 now the masks become normal almost you get yelled at because we're not wearing masks right now we're in congruity because everyone else has masks on right so you know i i, I think that um this idea of that, that clickbait. And we are six feet apart. We should probably say that on the podcast because I can't see it. We are six feet apart, but we're in Texas, so it really doesn't matter. I know. Texas is the wild If it wasn't West. for physical therapy, I don't think anyone here would have any masks on. But, um, you know, I think our profession is a little more, quote, responsible. So, how, so what, what I wanted to get to is, is what yes. you mentioned, that clickbait, which was yeah. how can you use that for good? Just do something different to give someone a better experience. I'm not saying go out and run clickbait ads, but understand how the brain, this is a brain 
it's this is a brain thing. We under, they Oscar Mayer, IHOP, Seth Godin with his purple cow understand how the brain works. Take that concept and how can you use that in your well, practice or, or your business? You know, what's interesting is as much as we work with people all day, every day, how many behavioral psychology classes do we have? How much do we talk about the behaviors of people? How people, all of us, not some people, how all of us think, how our brain is wired. Because I didn't have really any, right? You didn't have any, right? Yet, everything we talk about when it comes to marketing and stuff like that is we talk about human behavior. And how they respond and how they act and how right. they will and anticipation. It can be used for, for good evil or evil. or good, right. It, it can be used either way. So you get to choose how so you use it. That's a perfect example, right? If you write a clickbait article, and we've all seen them, right, and you click on it, that's negative. The term is negative clickbait. Right. What, what uh, Oscar Mayer did was a gimmick. It's cute, right? right. It just it matters. It's your perspective. Some people might call it clickbait, and some people call it cute. So one of the things that um, – so we have a workshop coming up. You're going to be at the workshop. So we have a workshop coming up in, in, in March um, for, for my group. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about marketing. We're going to talk a lot about marketing and a lot about what is actually marketing, right? And how do you better connect with your audience? And I think it's important, and we're going to dive into this and do breakouts, is for us to dive into how your audience, whoever that – audience is how they think and how they respond because it's not the way we think and we respond right and when you start marketing the way you think you're not going to land no you're making great ads or you're making great content for you but not for them and, and i think people get frustrated when they go meet with doctors or other referral sources right they're like well i i said hello i said i'm really good at what i do and they didn't send me a bunch of people really that's, that's what they're supposed to do? Because that works with you too, right? Correct. No, no it, it doesn't work. Or, you know, um, you know, we're not getting a ton of people come back to us. Like, you know, we talk about emailing your list, your, your past patients. And you're like, we're not getting a ton of people coming, coming back. What, what should we do? Well, how often are you uh, connecting with them? Oh, we send them a newsletter once a month. I'm like. That's about me. Like, your newsletter's about me. Yeah, I'm like. Not really? that. I'm like, really? Once a month, you're, you're in front of them? Like. Out of the 3,000 ads they're getting per day, they should remember yours. So we, we, don't, we, we need more understanding and education and, and, and training around how people think. Because one thing that really irks me on another, another thing, the hot seat that's irking me right now, is a lot of, my, um, a lot of the people I'm speaking to, you know, private practice owners is, is where we focus. If I hear one more time, I'm trying to get new patients. I'm trying to get new patients. I'm like, what the heck? There, there are 350 million people. Everyone has a human body, and the human body breaks down. So there's not a lack of people out there. So if you're trying to get new patients, you may want to think about the person you're actually trying to help. And how do you go about helping them? How do you go about connecting? How do you go about getting their attention, providing value, and then ultimately providing a solution? That level of thinking that is put into this massive thing called marketing, we don't know. So the only way, reason you don't have as, as many people as you want is because you've never been trained or never learned how to go about it. But if you don't learn about that, if you just think that I'm good at what I do, I should just... They should know. I should just... They should know this stuff. They should know that I'm really good. And you know what? Jimmy, I really care. I really care. Like, the person down the street doesn't care. You know, but we really care for our people. So as our typical show, even though it's our second episode, 
goes who knows where it goes. But, I mean, I could talk about that all day around this marketing. But you talked about clickbait. You talked about, you know, psychology and communicating with people. We need to do better at what our patients want. What are their pain points? What are their fears and worries? And knowing that our, we have a solution for them. We're at, we're at CSM. What is CSM? CSM is all about education. And, you know, we're huge fans of, of education. But there's a difference between learning to know and learning to apply. And I forgot the quote, but it says that if you don't learn and implement, you're really not learning at sure. all. And the reality is we get so good at just learning more. We take notes. I always make fun. All these people this weekend, we, we should do this, right? The, there's 11,000 people. I found that out. There's 11,000 people here. They're all learning. They're taking gobs and gobs of notes because we've been trained on how to take notes. I want to know how many people are going to actually apply. look at the notes, just look at them when they leave here, and then actually apply any of it. Yeah. And the answer will be very, very few will look at them. Even fewer will apply it. But it feels good because you, you were here. You showed up. You did a thing. It's an ego. Correct. It's an ego that I know more. And you know what? That's not about your patient. Right. That's about you and your ego. You could walk away with one thing this weekend and actually apply it, and you could raise your level as a professional. But we don't, we don't teach ourselves to think like that. We just teach you need to know more. You need to have more credentials. You need to have more information, knowing that our brains can't handle of it, and we certainly don't have any internal system to apply it to our, to our people. Next up, after heat, there is fuel. <laughs> All right, so fuel. Um, what is something that's been that's been that's been that feeding you? What's been something since the last time we talked since it's been feeding you? For me, I'll go first on fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I mean, the last three days, th two three months ago, I was not looking forward to CSM. Not looking forward to it. Been off the road for a year and a half. And I was like thinking of all the things I had to do to get here, and I was stressed. And I was what I was doing is I was I was replaying all the things that were gonna that were gonna be negative. I'm gonna have to drive to the airport, I have to deal with parking. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do this. Maybe I show up and my hotel's shut down, doesn't exist anymore. I don't know. We'll get to that story. Ooh. But the thing that has been fueling me uh, in the last three days, anyway, has been connection. I'm like, okay, once I got here, I was focused on the negatives to get here. Once I got here, I was like, oh. I remember this. I remember why I used to come to these things. Mm -hmm. It's because I'm, I'm looking at somebody. I'm reading body language. Even if you're not saying anything, you're just sitting across each other having a meal or you're sitting next to someone in a presentation and you're making eye contact. It's connection. And when you find a bunch of people who want to achieve similar goals than you, I work for the Foundation for Physical Therapy Research. We had a board meeting for four hours. I was telling one of my friends. She was like, four hour board meeting? That must have been mind-numbing. It wasn't actually because I was there for a good reason. Now, had it been had it been a board meeting for something I didn't care about, yeah, it's mind numbing. Right. But it's four hours of talking about cool ideas and what we're going to do and how we're going to help the profession. So for me, the thing that's been fueling me is connection. I, f I remembered why you come to this thing, and it ain't the CEUs. It's the classes of it. It's a little bit of CEUs, but like it's really it's it was the connection for for me, and I've found a little bit of that back since uh, since two years in, in Denver. So I'm gonna. 
actually agree with you on that. And I know the show is supposed to be just like, you know, pardon an interruption. And right. Tony, Tony and, uh, and Michael Wilbon, they're supposed to be disagreeing with each other. That's right. what makes the show better. Tension. But, but uh, yeah, you got to have a little tension, not too much where it breaks, but enough. But I'm, I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump your ego a little bit. Um, I was looking forward to it, but my day-to-day of what I'm doing, because we have a lot of changes going on in my house, as I talked about last time, changes in, in, in elevation in my in my business that we're doing. We're kind of at an inflection point at, at Practice Freedom U of growth, and we, you know, I can get to that in a minute. But um, it's you. It's, you know, oh, hey. we, we, we finally just said, let's just do it. Let's just start yeah. the podcast. We, let's not overthink it. We're both pretty quick starts, and you know what? You have the microphone, and, you know, we have a recording, so let's just do it. And um, then we were like, well, how about the next episode we do at CSM? And I think CSM is like weeks and weeks and weeks and months away. And you're like, yeah, yeah, so we'll, we'll hook up in a couple of weeks. I go, oh, it's my two God. Weeks, it, right? it, or, it, it was yeah. two weeks, right? It was two weeks. I, I thought like the end of February. of February, and it was at the beginning. So now I'm like, okay, now I have something to do here. Like purpose. Now I, get to, now I get, yeah, I got purpose. I got, I got, you know, um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna meet someone who I've known for a long time. We've talked for a long time, and we're gonna come here. We're gonna connect, and who knows where that's gonna go? And you know, um, there's there's clients that are here, and I get to connect with them in person. There's 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 other people. Oh, I got two former employees walking by as I'm speaking that I haven't seen them in how many years? Ten years? Uh, when was the last time we saw each other? Yeah, yeah, we're doing a live podcast. It's okay. <laughs> Look at that. So you never know who Why you're should you show meet. up? Why should you show up? I because of that. I couldn't meet them on the random internet. It had to be in person. Correct. Yes, we'll definitely talk. So there's there's a uh, there's two former employees, one one therapist and one uh, one PTA, and I haven't seen them in ten years. Where else are you going to get that? Now the energy's higher. Right. Now you're bringing back all the memories of working together. How are you? How you been? What what have you been doing? Tell me about you. Yeah. That's where it goes. Yeah. So you know that's that was the thing that's really been driving me in um, in, in coming here is is looking for a connection and 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 really what you said it's you know there's a million things you can say what not to do. This could be anything. This could be, you know, dealing with your marketing or hiring someone or expanding your business. Or for a lot of people, I had a conversation with uh, someone uh, in the last couple of days who is thinking about his business. It's easier, look, it's easier to stay comfortable. Sure. It's easier to stay in your bubble. I got a great quote that I just saw online for this. I got to jump in, right? So it's like, in. um, indecision is a decision. Yes. The path to success is paved by flattened squirrels who just stood still in the middle of the road. But it felt safe, right? I don't want to go left. I don't want to go right because I, I don't know which way I should go. So they just get flattened. And so the path to, to, to success is paved by flattened squirrels who didn't make a decision. All right. Because we're all about wanting up each other. Um, that's a nice one. <laughs> Comfort is a drug. Once you get used to it, it becomes addicting. Give a weak man... Consistent sex, good food, cheap entertainment, and he'll throw his ambitions right out the window. The comfort zone is where dreams go to die. Yeah. I forget what song it was, but it was, the question was, like, how much did they offer you to, 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 to give up your dreams? Oh, right? God. How much now salary? You're, now you're, now you're Who throwing, is that? Now you're throwing movies at me. Ugh, 
They got a. Forget what that was. Someone's yelling at the speakers right now because they know. But it was like, how much did they give you to throw away your dreams? Like, what did you want to do? Like, would the would the nine year old version of you want to do this? How much did they? Yeah. How much did they give you before you sold out? Sold out. That's what it was. Throw away your dreams or something. And then he, I think he might have punched him or something happened. But, but yeah, I mean, and you know, it's interesting. I I was talking with this uh, gentleman yesterday. I'll, I'll say his name, Sean Thomas. Great guy. Has a great podcast. Be more today. Um, you can listen to that after you listen to of ours and, of course, of course PT Pinecast. Um, and, um, you know, he, he's, he's been thinking about, thinking about, thinking about opening up a business. And he, you know, texted me and said, Jamie, you inspired me because I, I, I was on his uh, show the other day. He says, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do it. And he's, he's jumping in there with, okay, so, I, you know, what insurances should I get into? You know, do I need, do, do I need to open up a bank account? Like, where should I, where should I do it? Like, right. all these questions, like, new practice owners have. And, and this is one of the things I wanted to talk about today. And I said, I said, Sean, slow down. Go outside. Take a walk. You're right. Just get into the big sky. And he's an outdoor guy anyway. Get into the big sky. And I want you to start picturing what this business looks like. What it looks like. What you envision. Because everything that we're using, these microphones, these tables, this hotel, was all a vision of somebody's. Sure. An entrepreneur had a vision on something, and they made it a reality. Now we all get to use it. So what is it that you want? What do you see? And, you know, he started telling me some things um, around, I don't know, I, I, you know, I want to have some PTs. I want to be able to do athletes, but also have insurances and non-insurance and all that. And I said, I, I need you to write that down. I need you to give yourself permission to write down what you want without feeling judged. You see, all of us go around this world feeling judged. We feel people are judging us at all times. People are judging us right now, right? Sure. Sitting here. People are judging you as a physical therapist. People are judging you where you live and, and, and whether you're conforming or not conforming. We're all just judging. And what happens in physical therapy, because predominantly we're risk-adverse people, we're, we're people that, um, that like to follow suit. We're all academic people that, you know, you f- do what you're supposed to do, be a good boy and a good girl and follow suit. But when you get in the business, you can't do that. You, you need to give yourself permission to dream like you did when you were younger. And, and that's what I told him. I said, dream, man. What do you want? How does it look like? Swing for the fences. Because whatever you want, it's not going to be any more difficult creating a plan to move towards it. But if you're creating something because you think this is what you should be doing or this is what the right way to do it, whatever the hell that means, if it doesn't inspire you, the first sign of difficulty, you're going to say forget it. Correct. Right? Yep. So, you know, that, that's, that's something that has been on my mind um, with with vision, not just not just with Sean, but with other with other people I've talked to and clients that I've had, is you know when they start getting really like crazy and in the moment, and, and oh my god, this is so difficult, Jamie, I'm going to quit, forget it, um, because they're starting to get out of their comfort zone. My my response is, you know, it's darkest before the dawn. You the fact that you're this uncomfortable, the fact that your stress level starting to go up, is meaning that you're starting to hit discomfort. And the key is, is that what you need to do and, and, and put around you is a better operating system of how to handle it. Because the way you've been doing things has gotten you where, to, where you are. But now you need to put 
time management practices that are better. You need to spend more time thinking about stuff rather than doing stuff. Don't change the vision. Change how you get there. Exactly. And, you know, look, we, we have people that, you know, leave our program and say, hey, thank you very much, that haven't achieved practice freedom. They don't have the business they really want. The reason they leave, from what I've seen, or the reason people quit anything is because it starts to get difficult, right? Wherever you are, it starts to get hard. And no matter what I tell people, I was like, look, we can give you a path. There's always a path to get there. We can give you a path, but you got to have gotta something. You got to have something that is so meaningful to you that it doesn't matter what comes your way. Correct. You will have the courage to overcome it. And I, uh, one, one quote I'll, uh, I'll leave and throw it back to you is, if the dream is big enough, the facts don't matter. If your dream is big enough, when, when, when I made the, 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 the commitment that I am going to build my business, that was a absolute shit show. You know, I had a fire come down. I had people steal from me. I had people become arrested. My therapist, clinical director, was arrested. I've had Ooh. investigations oh. in my business. I had a Department of Labor investigate of, of bullshit practices that we're doing because I had no idea what, you know, how HR was supposed to work and my manager was a shit show. You know, every time this happened, I went to my wife and I said, that's going to be a story one day that I share. So I'm going through this so someone else doesn't have, uh, have to. That was my narrative. What I didn't do ever for a moment, eh, maybe a couple moments, is say that, you know what, maybe I should just give up on this dream of having a business that allows me to really own a business and have the time and have the income and have the, the lifestyle and create the team that I wanted. And what I see so with people nowadays, and this is every day, but what I see with, with some practice owners is, they don't have the why, as Simon Sinek says, you start with why, but they don't really have the why they're doing this. I need more patience. Why? Well, because then I'll get busier. Why? Well, then I'll generate more money. Why? Well, then I'll be able to afford to have, you know, college paid for, and I'll be able to have money put away because I grew up and I didn't have that. Now we're talking. Now we're starting to get to the why. Now we're connecting because that why will help you overcome not if things you know, go off the when. rails. It's when they go off yeah. the rails. Same thing. I mean, I've done more than 900 podcast episodes. Believe me, like life pops up and you don't want to do it. And some interviews are easier and some are harder. And, you know, there's a grind in the middle and you fly yourself around the country and people telling you like, what are you doing this for? What's the point? And because I really liked it. So that was it. I loved having fun and learning something. Love meeting people and learning things. And this was my device. There's a great quote from a TV show. This TV show is called Halt and Catch Fire. It's on AMC. Okay. It's just kind of like, it, it, it sort of paralleled the computer industry. It was very much into like personal computing and it came like to modern day. And this one guy, Joe, was sort of like the thinker. He was almost like the Jobs, Steve Jobs character-ish right, parody. Right. And he said, computers aren't the thing. They're the thing that helps you get to the thing. Yep. And I, the, I like, I literally rewound that on AMC online like four times and wrote it down. I was like, oh my God, PT's not the thing. PT is the thing that gets you to the thing, gets you back to the thing, gets you to the next thing. So for me, podcasting isn't even the thing. Nope. It's the thing that gets me to the thing. If I didn't have connection and learn things, I wouldn't be carting microphones around the country. Just wouldn't be doing it. All right, third segment on the show. We did heat, we did fuel, and now we do air. Mm. To have a fire, you got to have you got to have air for the mix. 
Um, so to me, this looks like what's in, in the wind, what's coming down the line. This almost feels like future, or what's something that's all around that you think is going to happen? For, you know, I'll go first to give you time to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go for, first. Me, for me, it really was a change in, I think I talked about this last time, how I approached PT Pinecast. Okay. So, and this is very meta, so we're talking about PT Pinecast on PT Hot Seat. So what is Pinecast? To me, it was always a show. It was always Sports Center, mm-hmm. right? And then I had this mindset shift, part of, partly because of conversations you and I had. What if I treated it like a TV station, right? It starts at midnight and it ends at midnight. It's a station. Right. And everybody knows, every, this show's a half hour, this show's two hours, and yada, yada. What if I looked at it like, because... When I have Jamie on, it feels a certain way with Jimmy and Jamie, and we talk about certain things. And later on, I'm going to talk to Sharon Dunn and Connie Hauser, and it's going to be totally different and feel totally different, and we're going to talk totally different. Right. So that sounds more like a TV station than a TV show, right? I might be a consistent part in that, or maybe eventually PT Hot Seat spins off because its own station where things are now similar, right? right? So to me... It's like an ESPN. Correct. Are you ESPN or are you Sports Center? I think most of the time, for the longest, for the last six years, I've been, I'm Sports Center. Right. I do this. Right. Where now I'm like, what if I gave everybody a, a chance to have their own show on my network? And then things got real interesting because then I started approaching it. Well, who, who's, who would I love to host a show with? Not who am I going to interview? Right. Because now this person is involved, right? If it's, you know, we say, look, if it's free, people kind of flame out. If, you, if they have skin in the game, if they have a way to affect the outcome, if they, if they can right. affect the vision, now they're invested. And now they'll, they'll put their effort into it. So that, for me, has been the air that breathed back into me. Because I was, I mentioned this last time, I was ready to kind of turn this thing off. Or something, or at least I was yeah, threatening you, myself you were, to turn it off. You, you were you were talking to me about that. Probably when I was on your show, yeah. we were talking about that, and definitely off air. And um, and then you know, as we started, this is what's great about this connection. As we started talking, and you know, I just asked you some different questions, and all of a sudden, boom, boom. the idea came, and that's now taking you to a different path, different direction. So, um, what's the air? What's the future? I'm looking at. One of the things I'm most excited uh, about right now is getting back into um, getting me out there into the world, getting me out into the community, connecting with the people that I can influence and inspire to, to be better, to have, you know, better businesses, to be, you know, be better professionals, to hire better staff, to, to be more in control of their money and control of their time and, 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 and control of this pro- great profession that we're in. But y- y- you don't, you don't strengthen the, the weak by weakening the strong. You, you, you don't have a great profession by being a struggling, overwhelmed business owner that can't afford, you know, to leave your business for a hot minute. So, you know, one of the things that I made the commitment to do is I need to be everywhere. I need to be every possible place that, that people either are congregating live or congregating on, um, you know, digital and podcast. So that's what sparked this podcast to me. And that's what I kind of pushed it with you and say, Jimmy, we've talked about this idea. I'm ready to do a podcast because I've been thinking about a podcast forever. Everyone and their mother has one. I just didn't want a typical one. And I didn't want one where it was just me because I love feeding off of someone else, especially someone that, like yourself, is quick. You you know, you, you have so many talents. You're great at this stuff. So, you know, doing a podcast. Um, I'm ramping up you know, my social media, 
right? Learning so much more about social media than I ever knew. Learning about the ins and outs and, and learning from the gurus out there. So my social media has gone to another level and engaging more there. Um, being on other podcasts and stages. I'm speaking here at CSM. Uh, we hope to be speaking at <laughs> PPS. Uh, you know, for those people who might be listening that are on the committee, you know, Jimmy and I are going to drop a submission. We're, we're going we're to drop a submission and, and see what happens. But, you know, just well, preaching my word. I'm a preacher. I'm going to preach my gospel around this. And by doing that, inspire people to take action to create better for themselves, for their families, for their staff, for the community. It, that's what I'm excited about. It sounds like you built something that Jamie can do Jamie things. So you're not doing non-Jamie things that need to get done. You put people in place to do that, people with a system and a, and a direction. It, exactly. Expectations, and they're doing that. So now you need to be doing Jamie things. It, it, yeah, I mean, one of, uh, one of my favorite kind of principles is the principle of authenticity. And the way I, I describe authenticity is the you that you could be if you could just be you. You see how I changed I did like how you went voice. deep on that. That was good. I, I, I started down that low. That was good. The you that you could be if you could just be you. That's authenticity. How many of us are truly acting and operating within our true self versus what we, uh, we think other people should or we're doing things that we don't particularly like to do? We don't have a passion or an affinity to those things. You know, people ask me, well, Jamie, what is your... Like, what is your ultimate goal? And I said, my goal really is an ongoing one. It's to wake up every day and knowing that 95% of my day is going to be in line with what I do really, really well. That, to me, Jamie thinks. Is, is everything. Jamie doing and, Jamie and things. And you can call it unique ability. You could call it your, your God's gift. You could call it your superpower. Whatever people call it out there. But we all have it. We all have the things that people look at us and like, Oh, my God, you're amazing. Like, you have your thing. Like, what you're doing right now, this is your thing. Yeah. You're, it's no big deal. It's not that you haven't gotten better at it. It's not that you can't improve. But it's just your natural way of just being. We all have that. Get to and that. And the more we are in line with that, the more our life expands. The more opportunities happen. The more things that, that, that come our way. And um, every time I'm an out of alignment, with what I do, that's where overwhelm comes. Yeah. That's where stress comes. So every day I wake up selfishly and I say, how can I do more in line with who I am? Which means who can I hire? Who can I get that has an expertise and a passion and especially around, you know, we just hired a, a social media person. She's awesome and she loves this stuff and she's come up with more ideas than I've ever even heard of. You know, so... This is the same thing with people, um, you know, in, in private practice. It's always a who question, not how can I do it all, thinking I'm saving a few dollars even though I'm doing, you know, my own bookkeeping. Really? Do you really want to do bookkeeping? So, you know, that's, that's what I'm excited about now, yeah. just continuing to do what I love to do, which is, let's face it, run my mouth. I used to get in trouble, started in elementary school, Dr. Same. White. Peace out to Dr. White. Hopefully he's still alive. But used to be in the principal's office. to go, hey, Dr. White. He goes, really, Jamie? You're here again? I go, I didn't do anything. You know, you never do anything. You just talk back, which means I asked inquisitive questions back oh, to the that's, teacher. That sounds like you're, it's an incongruity because kids are supposed to sit down and shut you're, up. You're, you're not allowed to ask questions. 
you know. So now I'm asking questions and getting paid for it because I ask questions to people and make them think differently and take different actions and get different results. So that, my friend, is, is what I'm excited about. There's your That's air. my air. All right, final word. If you were to sum up, uh, you know, uh, um, what's going to happen between now and the next time we, we meet and the next time we record an episode, what's your final word? My final word is... Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. Inspire. It's inspire. You know, I my my job is to keep myself on a high level, keep my energy up, keep my tank at full, because when I feel inspired, I inspire others. And not just inspire them, but inspire them to take action. So when we meet again, it's going to be building off what we're doing here at CSM, building off of the other things I'm working, you know, moving towards, you know, the workshop and other things that we might be doing together, but to really inspire people to be better, be better in their business, be better in their lives, husbands, wives, etc. That's that's my word, inspire. All right, mine is reinvigorate. I'm going to steal a cliche, but cliches are cliches because they fit and they work. Yes. Uh, you can't pour from an empty cup. Nope. And if you're trying to, uh, you know, put your mask on first. There's another one, right? Put your mask on first on the airplane to make sure you can help others. Yep. So reinvigorate. What's something that's going to reinvigorate you in the next 30, 90 days, six months, a year? You better be working towards that because otherwise you're going to be trying to pour from that empty cup. So make sure you got that mask on or you're not going to be able to help anybody. Uh, practicefreedomu.com. Practicefreedomu.com. Uh, ptpinecast.com uh, at ptpinecast on all the socials. Are we going to do the next one live in March? We should absolutely do one live in March, but I think we should do a next one uh, probably sooner than that. All right, let's do that. All right, so if people want to f- uh, um, uh, find out more about the event that is in March, can they come to that, or does that have to be people who are already working with you? Yeah, so um, it is by invitation only. Got it. So if you, um, if you are in our program or have been in our program or a sponsor of our program, you can be invited. If you are absolutely wanting to be there, then just uh, reach out. Reach out to, uh, to, you can reach out to me, Jamie, at practicefreedomu.com, and uh, we can talk and, and see. But we, we really wanted to make this um, having the right people. This isn't a conference. This is the roll up the sleeves. The theme is going to be around market, marketing and referral generation, and we want people that are there to work and to make a difference in their, in their business. So we got to make sure it's the right fit. Um, this isn't just everyone come one come all type of thing but 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 happy to talk to you and see if it's the right fit if it is happy to have you now he's jamie i'm jimmy and this has been pt hansi follow us online welcome to the internet my friend how can i help you facebook twitter and instagram at pt pinecast the show today is brought to you by the brooks institute of higher learning an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology, as well as a neurologic OT fellowship, a competitive OMPT fellowship, and a speech therapy clinical fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPinecast.com. Created by Build PT.
Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at buildpt.com. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.